Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to They Call Me Eddie. Now, introducing your host for today's podcast from Los Angeles, California, Eddie Garcia. Welcome back to They Call Me Eddie Season 2. We have our first interview of the 2021 campaign, my man Aaron Shockey. From Dallas, Texas, man. I was a former El Camino College uh, quarterback stud. I remember, man, you came into uh, Southern California. You were this Texas guy, big boy. We're like, okay, we got some Texas in the building. Dude, (laughs) talk to me about that, man. What was that like uh, moving from, you know, Texas to Los Angeles? Because I know that's a big transition for somebody. Yeah, man. So it's a funny story because whenever I – I finished playing football at uh, Southern Arkansas, and I honestly, I hated the living in Southern Arkansas. It just was not my vibe and stuff. So I still had that itch to play football. So I just started picking up the phone, started calling JUCOs. And Texas has a rule that JUCOs in Texas, they can only take five transfers. And they already had their D1 guys come in. Right. They're like, sorry, man, we can't take you. So I started calling Cali JUCOs, and El Camino was the first one I called. And uh, I think I called – I forget who I called. I think it was the offense coordinator at the time. And um, I was like, hey, man, let me come throw for you. He's like, well, we already got a guy. And I was like, I don't care, man. Let me come throw for you. So I literally got in my pickup truck and drove 24 hours. I remember I that. Through, yeah, I went through for, for El Camino. And they're like, yeah, we want you. And I was like, all right, I'll come. And then I lived in L.A. for a year. and It was a great time. <laughs> Dude, I remember that. And, uh, you know, we played under legendary coach uh, John, John Featherston, who yeah, that's right. know, is a legend. And, uh, and it was a fun t- – junior college is, is, is a different beast, you know. And, but I feel like it gets you ready for life, right, would you say? Junior oh, for sure. Did, playing junior college well, ball? What's crazy about JUCO – what's crazy about JUCO is people don't realize the talent. Like, you have so many D1 guys coming in. I mean, we had, what, like three or four guys, like, just bounce around the league for yeah. like a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, there's – not many teams can say that even at D1 level. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, how many D1 guys go, like, at, a, at an FBS school, like a small – D1 AA school, they don't even have five guys go. Oh, of course. Go to the league. We had five guys, even even a tryout, even. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I mean, I think people real they sleep on the talent that was there. And like you said, junior college, it's it's a whole different beast. Like I played D2 ball, I ended up playing D2 ball, yeah. and it's so much like the D2 like grind is like what like you know they have that show. What is it? Last chance you like it's a yeah. grind, man. People don't realize. Oh, for sure. Like Juco sure. might be harder than any level. Just you know the 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 whole. I mean, you're, you're housing yourself. You're, yeah. you're driving to practice. Like there, there's like nothing <laughs> like it. There's not dorms. You like oh, you I have know. to find somewhere to live, feed yourself. There's not any like cafeteria food or anything like that. You literally just survive and like, hey, practice is at three o'clock. Be there. All right, I'm there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know I mean? With like a twenty year old helmet, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but hey, this is. So you've absolutely taken off. And this is why, you know, I, I see your growth on Instagram and I follow you. Sure. I've followed you. And, dude, you've taken over Dallas, Texas, or like yeah, Texas in general, man. I yeah. saw you when you were, like, first coming up. And now you're just, like, you're the man now, man. You're, you're top I, three every – you're the top three every, uh, every month, yeah. every year, yeah. man. Talk to me about that. What's that been like? What's that, you know, that grind been like? Talk to me about that. Yeah, man. So I, I, after college, 
I got, I got my real estate license in college and I was like, Hey, what do I want to do? Do I, what, like, what's my life look like? And I was like, I, I'm not the kind of guy to go work for someone. I want to work for myself. I don't have a boss. No one tells me what time to wake up or go to sleep or, Hey, you have to take off now. Like, dude, my life is 24 seven real estate. And it's a daily grind and a daily hustle, man. And I think that I started off slow, but I just stayed consistent every single day. And I stayed fighting and stayed hungry and stayed with this, with this grind and this, this, this just, I seen it, I saw it. I was like, I'm going to go take it. And that's exactly what I've done. And every single day, I just make sure I do the same thing and take care of my stuff and take care of my clients. And I think that's what put me here today. And I think that my competitive background in football put me here. It took me a while to figure out how to go from competing physically, like in a sport, to yeah. a mental battle. Like now it's a mental battle every single day. It's a totally different kind of competition per se you know what I mean but of course I had to figure out how to really turn that into a mental battle every single day how do I fight in real estate and in business versus football and I think I've I've started to figure that out and I think that's whenever my my career just kind of started taking off bro because like these houses you're showing and the thing I love about it is you're showing these insane houses in Texas that make me want to move out there. But then you're also, yeah, man. but you're still like showing, not even to say like the smaller houses, you know, for like a first yeah. time buyer. So you're like, for sure. So you're for a first time buyer and you're also for like the big guys, right? Yeah, man. I feel like I, I come from a lower income area. I'm lower middle class family. Uh, I mean, I grew up in a family that, Hey, we didn't have everything we wanted. We just, my parents worked hard and, and right. now I'm here today. And so Growing up in that, I've done a lot of teaching. I teach a lot of my friends, like, or just people that I grew up with, like, hey, we can buy homes. We can start creating that, that, that generational wealth. Um, like DFW alone, Dallas-Fort Worth is expected to have a 5% increase in 2021 alone in home value. That's equity, just, that's equity just for buying a home, right? So, I mean, I, I practice that. I preach that. And I want to tell my friends, like, hey, man, or whoever reaches out to me on Instagram, you can do this. You can right. buy a home. I have friends at house hack. So they're all living in an apartment. One of them goes and buys a house. They all move in there. And I have friends that pay literally nothing to live in their house. Their, it, their roommates pay for it all. And would you say it's kind of something that people are a little scared of like the whole fact of buying a house, right? Do you think that they really don't know that back of being like, wait, I could actually do this, right? For sure. I think that like, I think that it's, it, it freaks some people out for sure. I mean, I think that any big purchase like that can freak you out. Like, Hey, if, so, if a water burst, like a water line burst, that's on me. I can't call the landlord. I can't call anybody yeah, like that. Yeah. Like that's on me. Right. So I think you have to be smart about it. Don't, don't buy something that's out of your means. And like what you're uncomfortable paying, make sure you have like six months, that six month gap. Like, Hey, if something hit the fan, I have six months that I can take care of myself. I can pay my bills, pay my mortgage. And I think if you have that and if you invest wisely, you're fine. I think so, that house is the best, is one of the best investments you can possibly make. So we've talked a little bit about how you got into real estate. Was there somebody that mentored you along the way that kind of was like, Hey, Aaron, like this is, if you want to go to real estate, this is what we do. This is how we do it. Or, yeah. or did you kind of just go into it kind of a little bit blindly and were like, I don't want to have a boss. I kind of want to work for myself. Like, what was that? Yeah, man. So I have a broker. So everyone has to be underneath a broker. Yeah. Um, I consider my broker, my big brother, also my, my mentor. He's also, he's there for me in my personal life and my business life. He's always been there for me. Um, in college, I was liking all his photos on Instagram one day and I had already signed up to get my real estate license and he DM'd me. He's like, Hey man, get your license and come work for me. I'm like, 
done. And he goes, Hey, meet, meet me in my office tomorrow. And I was like, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. And I signed my, I signed my paperwork then. I was like, all right, I'm joining. Like, I want to be a part of this and what you built. And now we're the largest independently owned brokerages in Texas. I think we're the seventh or eighth in the country largest. So we have like 350 agents um, that work at our brokerage. And um, it's, it's, it's big, but it's also feels small. So like some of my best friends are my competition, but it's a healthy competition where it's right, like, right. Hey bro, Hey, I'm coming after you next month. Watch out. But it's also like we support each other whenever one of us wins, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, Love I had a big, I had big closing this week. Well, hey man, I'm, I'm going to get you next week. I'm going to, I'm going I'm to get you next month. You know what I mean? So it's a family atmosphere, but it's also a very strong competition atmosphere, which I love. So let's talk a little bit about the real estate world right now. Yeah, so man. Wh- why is the market so hot right now? And do you see a crash happening anytime soon? Uh, I just think the market's so hot right now just because of interest rates. Um, also, COVID kind of did a thing where it's like everyone's sitting at home and what do they do? I mean, people just look at houses for fun. You know what I'm saying? Sure. They're like, I, I want to move, bro. Like how many times have you seen someone just on Zillow? They're not even shopping. They're just like, hey, let's see what a million dollar house looks like in Dallas. Let's see what a million dollar house looks like in, in Nashville, LA. You know what I mean? And I think right, right. that that caused an itch in some people. And then whenever you spark that with the lowest interest rates we've ever seen in history, basically, like I had a client refi the other day at like a 2.1 VA loan, which 2.1 is free money, basically. Like that's basically saying, hey, yeah, here's your free money and you pay it 2%. In the 80s, it was like 13, 15%. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, you sure. can't compare. You really can't compare it. And so I think that that is a healthy mix with why the market's so hot. And plus there's just no inventory. Literally anywhere in the country, there's no inventory. So um people are just kind of holding on, which is causing house prices to go up, supply and demand, just, right, that's right. just basic economics. Um, do, do I see a crash happening? Not necessarily, um, especially in DFW. If something did happen around the country, I think yeah. DFW is just so solid, man. I think we have so many different industries. We're not just bound by one specific industry. Makes we sense. have, so if one fails, we have a thousand other industries that can maintain an, an economy in DFW. So I think we're pretty solid in Texas for sure. Plus the influx of people, like I was gonna say we that. have thousands, thousands of people moving here a day. That's what I was going to that And that that's up to my next question. Why do you think everyone is moving to Dallas or even Texas for that say? Yeah, man, I think that like you can go back to like regulation. You can say politics, you can say regulation as far as um, how healthy our business atmosphere is low taxes no state income tax right right um we do have property taxes and stuff but it's not horrible but i think that i think it's just a great environment to be in man i think it's a very texas is a very diverse place it's a very um but it still feels like home texans have pride in where we're from like hey this is texas man everything's bigger in texas everything's brighter in texas <laughs> i, love to hear I that. mean dude, it, dude, texas is one of the best places ever man and I, I mean i lived in la for a year like i said i lived in redondo yeah. beach like on the beach man i loved it um the goal one day is to have a malibu house like that's the goal <laughs> hey, but, that's everybody's goal man <laughs> dude straight up that's the goal man. i want something on the water right there but yeah yeah I mean, this is my home man texas is where it's at i i just there's nothing better than texas to be honest with you i love it and i love that you know i love Texas and California, man, I feel like have a pride that like mm-hmm. not other places have. It's just like like New York, maybe too. And yeah. obviously they're big places, but when you meet a person like, from Texas, Florida, yeah, yeah, but no one wants to go to Florida. 
But, yeah. <laughs> but Texas, man, every person I meet from Texas, like, loves Texas, you know? Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the best Texas, thing ever. You know, and I love that. I, that's one of the things that, like, you know, you get in a conversation with somebody about Texas, you're like, no, Texas is the best. You know, I love oh, yeah. that, you know? 100%, yeah. I, I love mean, that. We could, it would be like, it, all day long, we could just say how great Texas is, and <laughs> we would never get old of it. Like, it would never get old. Yeah. It's just that great. So, we see social media is on the uprise. Social media is For sure. almost taking over. What influence does that have on it, on real estate, would you say? I think it's everything. Uh, if you're not on social media and you're in real estate, you're, you're so far behind that you might as well get out. Um, <laughs> I would I, I, straight up. Like, I yeah. think I could go back and man, it, it, I could probably calculate so many different deals. I've just gotten from social media just for like posting a house. And then someone hit me up like, Hey, how much is this? All right, let's go see it tomorrow. Boom. I'm under contract. Like it's that quick. Like it's, 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 it's crazy. And then it's like, I would pay for some of these social media platforms just because of what it's oh, brought 100%, to me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't see how you couldn't. I think that social media plays one of the strongest factors in, in the game. I think that it sells homes sometimes by itself, depending on the price point. But yeah. I mean, your reach on social media is so much more than, I could call everyone on my phone, which is like 1500 contacts. Yeah. But I can, I can get so much more of a reach on promoting a post on Instagram or Facebook for $5. I could reach 5,000, you which know, is what nuts, I mean? which is insane. It's, it's insane. It's and who's insane. to say that can't bring me more business. It's, I think social media is, and always will be moving forward. And it has been for like the last five to 10 years. It's just social media is, is, is everything. It's so the world. I, I'm on, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Me and my yeah, girlfriend, and my girlfriend sends Dangerous. me TikTok. Oh dude, I, I, you know, what? Dude, she'll send me stuff and I'll, you know, keep going, you know, and they, they appeal to you so much. What do you think about TikTok with like the higher end properties? Cause I see these higher end properties on there. And I'm just like, Holy shit. Like this, this 12 second mm -hmm. video shows me this house that is absolutely insane. What do you think about TikTok doing that? Yeah, man, I think, I think it's a great way for like a younger agent or like someone like myself to get their exposure. Like, Hey man, look at this house. And the, the algorithms on TikTok right now are kind of how Instagram was 10 years ago where you post something or you just follow 10 people and you might get 35 follows back. Right you post one TikTok, it goes viral. You yeah, have it's, it's 20,000 followers, bro. And then you just <laughs> organically float them back and forth. Like, Hey, go to my Instagram. Hey, go to my TikTok. Then you just grow them together. Right. I love just it. organically. Are but you on there yet? I think, yeah, I'm on TikTok. I don't post as much as I used to. Cause I just have time to go do some home. I don't have time to go do home tours. <laughs> yeah. Post it. It's just like, it's, it's an crazy amount of time that it takes to go just tour a home, make a nice video make it look good and then post it i do need to get better at that but that's one thing that um, dude, i must say take your career off i must say dude i watch your instagrams and you're like showing houses from like the time you wake up to like the time you go to sleep and then you're back yeah, at it the next day and then you're in a different part of town and then dude i love For it sure you know? i don't think people realize how big dfw is too so i live in dallas if i have a showing in fort worth that might be a 45 minute drive so it's 45 minutes there, 45 minutes back. So that's an hour and a half of my day. Oh, and it's at, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. So you want to, you calculate your showings in different areas just based on time. So, so yeah, so that's all day. So let's say I'm a first time buyer, right? What are the top three things that you advise? So I'm, I'm the first time buyer. I'm going in for top three things that I need to know. Yeah, man. I, and that's crazy because I work with like so many first time home buyers just based on my age and my friend group. They're all starting to buy their first homes. I would say one, make sure your credit's right. I mean, that's day one. You need to make sure your credit's right. 
Also, if it's not, start working on it now. Okay. Get pre-approved or go talk to a lender. Maybe they'll be able to kind of guide you and get you ready to buy a home, whether that's now or in the next six months. If, you, if you're thinking about buying in six months, I would make sure you have things right. Don't just assume Credit Karma has your credit right. Let's go make sure. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? Right, right. No, you don't want course. six months. To, you don't want six months to come down the line, and then it, then a true credit report gets ran on you, and it's a hundred points lower than you thought. Well, now you've had six months wasted when you could have built that. You know what I mean? Makes sense, 100%. I also would say there's so many different programs out there, like first-time homebuyer bonds and grants, where your, your whole entire down payment can be covered on an FHA loan. So you don't need this 20% down. You don't need this 10%. So you don't need to have 50 grand in the bank to buy a home. You know what I mean? Like the other day I had a closing. My client brought $87 to the closing table. And that's paid for with the grant so that paid for their down payment of three and a half percent and then covered some of their closing costs and closing costs are just like fees you pay right, appraisals stuff yeah. like that and literally they came to the closing table with 87 dollars. i had a girl buy a new construction property about six months ago they paid her at the closing table 1500 bucks that's basically her first months or her first mortgage payment that she had was paid for basically because it was over she was over credited at the end of it you love it. It's, it's crazy. Right? It's, no, you love it, man. It, like, it fires you up. And it's like, why would you not buy a house? It's like, why? You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? I think that it just makes perfect sense, especially if I'm saying you can get it for $87. Dude. Potentially. Potentially. You know what I'm saying? Everything's different. Right? Every, every situation is different. But I just think that people aren't taking advantage of these programs that are out there. And a lot of times you don't realize this program of this bond after three years goes away. So you don't have to pay it back. So if you live in that house for longer than three years, that, that first time homebuyer grant that you got or that bond that you got at three and a half percent, that's three and a half percent of free money after three years. So, so you don't ever have to pay it back. You're dropping gems right now. I hope I, I Dude, hope for this, you know, I, people no, need to hear I, this, you know? No, they really do. Cause I think there's a, a big misconception. I was, I had a client reach out to me on Instagram the other day. He's like, Hey man, I'll be ready to buy in the next couple months. And I was like, why aren't you ready to buy now? He goes, I'm trying to get 20% down. I'm like, absolutely not, man. I like, do not do that. It, the interest rates are so low right now at two and a half to three percent why don't you take all that money and put it in the market and make 20 percent, 10 to 20 percent returns and put minimum money down and just pay a little bit more a month you know what i mean right right, right and then now. you have a security in your bank you have hey i have 30 grand in the bank just in case something happens otherwise you put 30 grand down now i have five grand in the bank and something happens and i who knows and it's, and it's funny you say that right now because somebody told me that the other day and i was just like and my parents told me what you're telling me. And it's like, a lot, like I'm saying, some people are mis, misinformed, you know, mis, you know, sure. and, I, and I feel like this is why we need to, you know, inform the have people. Have more of these know? conversations. Yeah, of exactly. course. Have of more course. of these conversations and, and really get that, that word out. I think that um, you probably have been told or you heard something when you were a kid and it's just stuck with you. 20%, I need 20% down. No, that's totally false. Uh, you can get in with $0 down. I love that. And that's, that's the beauty of it all, you know? I mean, and then like third thing, I would just say find an agent that's young, hungry, or sometimes it's not best to go with your best friend. I mean, uh, unless your best friend is a go-getter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've seen so many different times where someone picks an agent and then they're like, hey, I can only show you something on the weekends. What do you mean? This market's <laughs> too hot. I need to see something tonight, which yeah. is why I have a team. I have people that work for me. I have, I have younger agents that I bring up and I, I mentor them. And in return... 
I pay them to do my showings just because I can't be in 20 different places at once. And that's kind of where my career is going. Um, so now I have them there to help me be in multiple places at once um, and have a, get an agent that, that knows what they're doing, knows what they're talking about, knows these programs that I'm talking about. So can, can educate you and put, point you in the right direction for you to make the right decision for yourself. Love to hear and that. I think a lot of times people just get just a crappy agent, man. I mean, it, there's 60,000, 60 plus thousand agents in DFW alone, just in Dallas, Fort Worth. So you can pick whoever you want. And it's also one of those things too, that like, even if, like you're talking about agents, but it's even if you go to a restaurant, man, and you don't get the yeah. right waiter, it just yeah. throws you the hell off it, the entire it ruins dinner, the experience. You know, you know what you, I mean? You can go to a hundred dollar steakhouse dinner and if you don't get the right guy on the right night, right girl on the right night, you probably won't come my, back. It ruins my whole experience. It ruins my whole experience. Yeah, you won't come that's back. Very, yeah, you know that's what I mean? a very good point. And, and, I, and I hate whenever something happens in, in some transactions. Like, you can't control every single transaction. Like, stuff happens during transactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want it to be the most pleasant experience for my clients because it should be a moment that you remember forever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I remember yeah. when I bought my first home. It was such an amazing feeling. And, right, right. And sometimes if we had to push closing back or, hey, something happened with inspection, it's like, hey, everything's going to be fine. Let's not, everything's going to be okay. I promise. Yeah, like, yeah. I want this to be the most memorable experience because a lot of people are starting their families in these homes. Right. And in, in, in 20 years, they're going to drive their kid by and say, hey, that's where you and your mom bought our first home. You know what I mean? And it's like, that should be a special moment, a special memory. So you don't want a, a horrible agent to ruin that for you. I love that. I love that. You know that. what I'm saying? And, 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 and it's, it a great, like, it's a great thing. It sounds like you're doing a great job. So let's say I'm in the Dallas area. What's my average price? Obviously, it's a very broad question. What's my yeah. average price for a home in Dallas, Texas right now? I think the December 2020 numbers, I want to say the median was like 289, but the average was like 420 i think or something like that you can't beat it man Maybe not the, i don't know something like that. it was yeah, some yeah, weird yeah. numbers uh, i think the, the lower end was like 200 and something but um i think in the middle the average price like 420 on a closed home and then again but dallas is so broad i mean you have your different pockets of right, different right, homes right. that are just doing this and that i mean you have your 10 million dollar highland park pockets you have your you have your hundred and fifty thousand dollar like little little homes out in the outskirts and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think that it's just not a, s a certain average. It just all depends on the neighborhood right, right. you're looking for okay. and just a certain pocket. But okay. I, DFW, I mean, you can find something in DFW, man. You can go up to Frisco, like the Dallas Cowboys headquarters are, and you can get a pretty cool house for like 300 grand. You know what I mean? That's and, insane. I mean, man. and you're, you're five minutes away from the star, which has, I don't know if you ever looked at the star. I know you're a big sports guy. Yeah. The star no, is. The, I always the, see people there. I always see people there, yeah. though. It looks like it's happening. One of the coolest, pro this is one of the coolest places ever, man. There's like a whole entire, like, football field just that, for yeah. kids to run around in there's an omni sushi uh cigar bars you know what i mean like i like to go have a good cigar every once in a while so we'll go to, to d lincoln and, and have a cigar down there and sometimes you can run into players stuff like that uh but the star is one of the coolest so if you're in the market for a house in dallas like dude this is where you want to be it sounds like right yeah i, I would say if you're young and then anyone honestly yeah, it yeah, just yeah. depends on what your vibe is i guess yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah dude i mean there's restaurants <laughs> there's entertainment sports like DFW, yeah, yeah. you can't beat it man we love our sports in dallas oh dude. like that's that's another thing you love your high school sports you love your pro oh, sports, yeah your college sports man that, yes. that's that, that goes back to you know we'll get into that a little bit here uh so let's <laughs> let's uh so let's say why if so i'm out here looking for an agent why do i call aaron shockey 
Yeah, man. I, I, I just, I kind of explained it a little earlier. I'm, I'm just, a, I'm just a hustler, man. I'm gonna go after and get it. I, I know my stuff. I know what I'm talking about. I have a whole team of agents. So if, if I can't show you something at on Wednesday at 7:30, well, I have five other agents that can. You know what I mean? And they're gonna represent just what I can represent. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna open that door for you, and then I'm gonna call you that night. And be like, how'd it go? You wanna put an offer in? Well, strategically make up an offer and write this offer up strategically to get this deal because a lot of these are going into multiple offers. I'm winning multiple offer situations because of how I'm structuring these deals to make my client look good, but also show the seller like, Hey, we're serious. You know what I mean? I love that. So I think it's just, it's, I've almost been in the game for three years and I think it's three years of just constantly going through the motions and and constantly working and constantly seeing different um, ways to do things. And that all kind of puts myself in this thing where I'm just like, Hey, I know what I'm talking about. Let's get this done. Love you know it, what I mean? And love it. I, I'm probably not your guy if you want to go see a million homes if you're just lollygagging around. But if you truly want to buy a house, I can help you with that. You know what I mean? And so nope. I think I think people truly want to buy a house, and they're not here to waste anybody's time. And I, I'm not here to waste the buyer's time either. I, was I want to, you to get into the house what, you want. That's what I was going to say. Let's not waste your time. Let's not waste my time. Right? I feel like that's the way the world should work. You right? I mean, for sure. And that's know? the thing. I'm I'm friends with a lot of my clients. I become friends. I have fun on my showings. I have fun during this process. I, I would hate to not have fun during this process. I'm serious about it. I love what I do. Like I'm very serious about um, connecting you and making sure you're taken care of, but I also like to have a good time. You know what I mean? I want to be your friend. I want to get to know your kids. I want to get to know what's what about your life. You know but what that's I'm saying? A, that's, so what I, make, that's what separates you though, man. Cause there, exactly. I think so too. There's not many guys that will get to know you on a personal level that they just want to be like, Hey, give me your money. You know, this exactly get out. You know, exactly. And in the long run, you know, you check in, like you said, that's awesome. Man. Exactly. No, I check in all the time. I have t-shirts that I make all the time. And I, I know, man. Clients. I, I love have an assistant dropping stuff off the other day. And I, like, um, I'm creating like a little army in DFW just of everyone wearing my t-shirts. So, I mean, I'm sure Dude. people see my shirts everywhere. And that's, I've sold a house playing basketball one time. I was wearing my t-shirt <laughs> at 24 hour fitness, like a year and a half ago. And one of my buddies, Aaron Voss, he, uh, he's like, Hey man, are you in real estate? I was like, yeah, this is actually my logo. This is like what I do for a living. And he's like, Hey, I just moved from Kansas. I'm looking to buy a house. Can you help me? I was like, let's do it. <laughs> so now he's one of my good friends. I hang out with him all the time. So you love it's, that. It, it's just, yeah, I mean, I play basketball with him. We, we go out to dinner all the time. It's a great time. man. I love to hear that. So let's yeah. get in. Let's get into this. Uh, now that we hear, we hear the resume, if you're in the Dallas area, you, I mean, why not call him? Why not call you? Mm-hmm. Let's get into this uh, Dallas sports. What do you, what, what's going yeah, on with your, what's going on with your Cowboys, man? I don't know, man. I think that uh, every year is our year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I every year, every year, honestly, it's like, man, I think we actually do have a shot this year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not man. outspoken about it. I have some buddies that um, play for the team and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I want to cheer the guys on. I have some guys, I have some NFL clients, some NHL clients, and people that I've worked with in the past. And um, so I, I try to keep it on a professional level, but I mean, I love sports. You know what I'm saying? At the um, end of the day, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, at the end of the day, I want the Cowboys to win, obviously, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the hometown team. It's going to, it's going to bring everyone together. You know what I'm saying? Like one of the funnest times ever was when the Mavericks won the, the, uh, the championship, like oh, in 2011. And like going LeBron, to the man. parade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. The heat is like Dirk won. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually on the, like, my building is right next to the American Airlines Center. So I can walk over to games, like just walk on right on over. It's yeah. the best, man. I love and, that. Uh, 
yeah dude it's it's i put myself right in the middle of everything and i love it but like the street right here got turned to dirt nowitzki way or something like or nowitzki way or something i love that so, you gotta love that that's that's one of my favorite yeah. players growing up you know and you're dude, Dallas, he's you know, amazing and you got luca now who's gonna be fun for the city you know i think he's gonna be the next 15 years man it's gonna i love be luca. it like we went from dirt to luca we are so lucky man you can't beat so that lucky. so no. what's your uh, super bowl prediction this weekend uh, I would love to see Brady get another one, just being a quarterback and just him separating himself. Like, hey, the guy's got seven. Or however – I think it's seven, right? It's seven, seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah seven. Yeah, seven, man. Yeah. But, but, I mean, Mahomes is unbelievable, bro. Like, that kid is – That's a Texas else, kid. Man. You Texas boys. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's Texas kid, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want I, – I, I would like to see the the number of players on each team from Texas, actually. I think that would hey, be interesting. You guys are uh, – I'll tell you what, you – you you guys always have dudes, man. I you know you always hear a guy from Texas, guy from Texas. We have quarterbacks, bro. Yeah, so does California. Drew Brees. We have like that's true. <laughs> Drew Brees and like all those guys from uh, Austin Westlake. Oh, I know. What is it? Baker's from there, right? Baker's from there. Nick, Nick Foles. Foles, I think, is yeah, from there. Foles, Just yeah. one high school. That's nice. Like three starting quarterbacks <laughs> in the NFL. You got to love it. Pretty wild. Yeah, I get in these. I, I I'm on Twitter, you know, and I. I I'm one of those guys that can't keep their mouth shut, but that's why I'm in this yeah. industry, you know, because I, I can't keep my yeah, mouth man, shut. It's okay. perfect for it, bro. It's okay, you know? It's okay. Yeah. So anything you want to uh, add to the to the, the real estate world that we want to uh, – just to wrap it all up, the industry that you got to say? I just think – I would just say – I would there's a, there's a saying that my broker says, and I, I believe in it 100%. It's uh, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. Everything appreciates in time right? Um, like DFW, like I've tried to convince some of my friends for like the last couple of years, you need to buy a house. Well, I had one buddy that bought his first house, lived in an apartment his entire life, bought a house a year and a half ago. It's probably would appraise for about 50,000 more than what he bought it for. That's 50 grand <laughs> of free money just because he bought it. And guess That's what? He, his, guess what? His roommates live there and probably pay for all his bills, pay for the whole mortgage basically. So this is free. And plus he's going to make 50 grand in the back end when he turns around and sells. You can't that. beat it, man. Can't beat it. I love, I love to see people win, bro. I love it. And and I think that, it almost feels better too. Like you as like just making this reference back to a quarterback, you love to throw that, that touchdown pass. Right. Oh and yeah. And that's almost what sure. it feels like, right? Yeah. It, it, getting it to the closing table. I'm like, I'm, I'm calling audibles and stuff like that during this whole <laughs> entire process, bro. Like I get to, I get to uh, sit back and create this play. And then we coded the closing table, which is the, which is the end zone, I guess. I guess you it's a good that. analogy, man. Of I love course. to see it. I, I love, love to see it. my friends win, bro. All right. So let's hit, let me hit you with some rapid fire. All right. You let's don't do know. It. All right. You have dinner with three people dead or alive. Who are you going, who, who are you inviting? That's tough, man. Uh, rapid fire. I have no clue. I would probably say like Michael Jordan. Okay. Would be one. I would say um, Jesus wow. would be would, would be one. one i mean if you think about it that's of probably the number one actually and then the that. third the third one man i have no clue i'd probably say like uh elon musk or joe rogan dude that that's i think that would be i think that would be cool that'd be a hell that'd be uh that'd be like a hundred thousand dollar buy-in to sit like you just to be a fly <laughs> on the wall you know exactly exactly <laughs> just to like be the waiter of that oh 100 i would pay for that to be that all right so if you could be coached by any coach ever in the NFL, who would it be? And who is a receiver you would want to throw to? Oh, man. Uh, I would say either uh, Bill Belichick. I mean, the championships say it, it, oh, it is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, I, there's not really more to say about that. Yeah. Um, man, to throw to one receiver, 
I'd probably say Randy Moss or Calvin Johnson. So just throw it in the area, basically, you know, those guys. Yeah, man. They, they make me look good. I know. Just throw it in the vicinity, you know? Oh, you can't, I have Calvin Johnson and he's triple team. I don't care. That's why I love, dude, that's why the Rams getting Matthew Stafford, man, you know, I'm excited for that shit, you know? Dude, <laughs> let it, let it, let it rip, man. Let it rip. I mean, exactly. That dude can, that dude can ball. He's a, he's a Dallas kid. Of course. Oh yeah. Dallas kids. So is Clayton Kershaw. You see in the background right there. Yeah. That's right the They're best friends. Line. I know. I love that. Clayton that's Kershaw cool. was his center in high school. Stafford was his catcher in baseball. Yeah, that's insane. Best friends, and then they both were at one point the highest paid players in each other. And uh, and now they're both in LA. Yep, gotta love it's it. The best. Love Dal- it. Dallas taking over LA, dude, just like that. You know, that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> hey, okay, top three restaurants in Dallas. Uh, Nick and Sam's. Um, either Uchi or Uchiba for sushi. And then I would say uh, Javier's. Oh, Javier's. Yeah, we got that. Here. Javier's. They they have a cigar bar next next to it that we go smoke some cigars every once in a while. So we're, it's a we're, good time. I hate to. I don't know if I should be bringing this up, but where's the hot day tonight? The hot day tonight is in uh, Fort Worth. Sushi. Ooh. Yeah, man. Lucky gal, man. Lucky gal. Yeah. You know, lucky yeah. gal. Uh, when you're not working, what do you like to do? But you're working all the time, though. What do you like to do when you're not yeah. working? Man, I like to get away. If, if I'm not working, I like to get away and kind of just relax, man. I think just hanging out with my friends and, and having a good time with them is honestly one of my most, like, mental relaxing things. Like, just cutting up with the guys that's, like, is one of the best things for me personally yeah. to get away from, from my phone blowing up from, from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night. It, my phone does not stop. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's, like, hanging out with my, my boys or – be pre-COVID, you could find me at any given concert, any given night. Like I'm I remember a big that. Live, I remember big that. live music person, man, or any sporting event. Like I moved, I moved here for a reason, to literally walk across the street to a Stars game or a Mavs game. I love that. I'm here. I'm here for live sports, live entertainment. Um, I like to play pick up basketball, and I'm, I'm in a few adult basketball leagues with some of my boys. Dude, those are those and, are the best, uh, dude. And I'm in some pretty competitive ones. Are the refs I mean, shit? Guys, are the refs shit in Dallas, or how are they? No, they let it play out sometimes. If you piss them off, then you're gonna you're gonna feel it for the next couple of weeks because <laughs> yeah, a no, lot of times you get the same refs <laughs> over and over again. That's funny, you dude. It's a, on a it's first a name basis. Oh, 100. And, and then it's like, come on, bro, let, relax. That was last week. Let's yeah, I know. On for this, bro. But, I feel like yeah. I mean. I, I feel like those refs in adult leagues, man, they hold it. They take it personal, those guys, man. Oh, they do. They do you for know? sure. They, they, they definitely um, think they're in part of the game. You know what I mean? Like, no, you're not, man. Get your 20 bucks and get out of here. Like, <laughs> Dude, I on, love that. Like, I love that. Either call it or don't. Keep it, keep it tight and fair. <laughs> so where – sure. If you're if, – so Aaron Shockey's going to disconnect. Mm-hmm. Where are you going on vacation? Man, uh, this – like just anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world, man. Where are you going? One of my favorite. One of my favorite places I've ever been was uh, in Monaco, uh, like on the French Riviera. Was one of the most beautiful places I've personally ever been. I backpacked Europe like after a couple of years, probably after El Camino. Okay. And um, I backpacked Europe with like two of my buddies, and it was the best thirty something days of my life. Thirty <laughs> days, dude. That's so, crazy. Yeah. No, it was just a backpack thirty days in Europe, and it was so much fun. We didn't have a plan. We just knew that we had to go from here to here in X amount of days. So we catch our flight home. And so that's what we did, man. It was one of the funnest experiences of my life. So I would say there on a beach somewhere, or just depends on who I'm going with. I might say like Colorado, Breckenridge. Okay. I can rock with Vail, 
yeah, Summit County, something like that. Dude, just, man, go, just go I, shred some mountains. I drove, I drove across the country this uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Vail, Vail is absolutely, I want to go back. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Vail's back, Vail's back bowls. It's like one of the coolest places to snowboard and ski I've ever seen. I've never, I've never, I don't snowboard or ski, but just like to be there at the golf, the golf looks great too. Uh, yeah. You know? My, yeah. It's like my, my brother lives in Detroit. I'm actually flying out Saturday morning and they have some mountains. I don't think they're anything like Colorado, obviously, yeah. but we're going to, we're going to ski a day. So it's going to be fun. Okay. So you're a big music guy. Last one for rapid fire. You're building your Coachella. What are the top three? What are the top three uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday closers? Who do you got? Uh, Friday night, we got Drake. Of course. That's, Go. It, it is what it is. Um, is this Dead or Alive? Yeah, Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. Because Saturday, I'm having Nirvana. Like, Nirvana is going <laughs> to. Yeah, of course. Nirvana's, of course. Nirvana's playing like Coachella, bro. And then, um, man, that's tough. The last one, it would probably be like, um, I'd probably do like, Dre, Eminem, Snoop, like Up and Smoke Tour, two thousand one. Wow, you know what I mean? Like, you went there. Put it all, put, I went didn't, there. but I would love to. No, what I'm saying, you went there. I, I like, went, that, yeah, I went there. Know? Yeah, like if you think about it, like we're in Cali. Let's let's bring the Cali boys back one time. Like you, YouTube the two thousand one tour where where Dre comes out and the of course. And then whatever it's called, the low rider or whatever, <laughs> yeah. bro. And he just, dude, like something like that. Maybe like there's some Eminem out there. That'd be awesome, bro. But dude, yeah, I, we go. I, I'm that, just thinking about the amount sick. of tickets you'd sell, because like the amount, the different amount of people that you're getting there. You know, you lo- oh, dude, it's it's, it's a so, wide range of group of people. That's what I'm saying, dude. You'd have everybody. One of the last concerts I went to was Lil Wayne and Blink 182 when they toured together. Really, I didn't and know. They, they even- <laughs> yeah, they went on a tour like right before COVID ended and or began and it was the widest range of people you could get like it was people there for <laughs> little wayne and people there for blink 182 bring them together for a great time that's what i love about concerts oh 100 it doesn't matter your it doesn't matter your your ethnicity male female whatever it Dude, doesn't matter about it doesn't anything. matter it doesn't matter what you did last night what you plan on doing tomorrow it doesn't matter your political orientation you're there for one thing and one thing only that's <laughs> To have a good time. And for those three hours, you're like best friends too, you know? Exactly. It's the best. It's the best. You could, you could totally disagree with someone to your right and left, but you're best friends because it shows you that we're not all that far apart from each other. Like we can come together for one common goal and, that, and that's to have a good time and, and enjoy what's going on in front of us. You got to love that. I, I love, I love that. we're going to end it on that. But I want to ask you, dude, you're suited and booted. This is the last question. Yeah, man. Dude, you look fly. You got the Jordans on, and you'll, you'll have a suit on sometimes, too, with a white shirt. Yeah. Couple, yeah. Cu- showing a little taco beef. How, what's the closet <laughs> look like, bro? What's the closet look like? Because you're always styling, bro. Man, it's uh, – honestly, the closet's just full of – I have a bunch of casual clothes. Um, I'm colorblind, so I stick with the main colors, white, Are you blue. actually – I really am. Oh, really? So okay. It's like, yeah, so it's, I can't really do patterns and stuff because sometimes it doesn't look good. So I'll do like solid colors. It's like seeing a ton of t-shirts and like just go to Neiman Marcus, grab a bunch of t-shirts for the next six months and we're good to go. And then uh, just, I, I like to have nice pair of shoes on all times, whether they're dress shoes or, or Chelsea boots, Ferragamo dress mm-hmm. shoes. Like you're always I, looking I like sharp, look bro. I like I try that. To, bro. I tried so, to. Let me get, let me get you out of here before, uh, good luck on the date tonight. Appreciate we'll, it, man. Well, I, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Cause you know, we always like to, we always see how it plays out on Instagram. You know? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hey, we'll so good to have goes. you on, man. I, I want to have you more on more often though, 
because I felt like this yeah, was a very it. this was a very insightful thing, and I, I think like it's educational, more, very educational, man. And I feel like a mm-hmm. lot of people, this needs to get out. You know, a lot of people For need sure. to hear this. You know, and and, sure. I, and I hope we do. Hope we get some ears. And dude, thank you so much for coming on. I yeah, love man. having you on, bro. Have the best. Have a great 2021, man. You too. And uh, I'm, I'm rooting for you, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate have a good day, bro. It. Thank you so much. Have yeah. a good one, bro. There you go. They call me Eddie. Season, season two. Have a good one. Season two. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. You can find the rest of my episodes on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Just type in, they call me Eddie. And while you're at it, follow me on Instagram at they call me Eddie underscore or on Twitter at the Ad Garcia. Remember to smile and have a great rest of your week.